Hi, and welcome to Solo Segment Search Chat. I'm Tim Peter. In this episode of Solo Segment Search Chat, Solo Segment CEO Steve Zaker and I look at why a new year means time for a new search. We explore how site search, organic search, and paid search work together to create a 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 5 outcome for your business. And we look at how you can create greater experiences for your customers using site search. All that and more on the latest Solo Segment Search Chat, coming at you right about now. Well, hi, Steve. How are you? I'm doing really well, Tim. Looking forward, well, I guess by the time this gets out, well, it'll be after our time off, but I am looking forward to a little time <laughs> off. That's exactly right. Same, by the way. That's right. For those of you listening, uh, you are undoubtedly hearing this after the first of the year. You're hearing this in early 2022. Uh, Steve, just let you behind the curtain a little bit. We are actually recording this uh, late December. We are coming yes. up right here on the holidays and uh, yeah, some time off and the like. I know we're all looking forward to it. Hopefully, as you're hearing this, you had a great uh, time. That's off. right. Time to That's rest. right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, everybody. Exactly. So, you know, New Year, Steve. And if we're talking about a new year, it's probably time to talk about New Year. New search, baby. Yeah. New search. So yeah. we were talking before we got on the call, and we were talking about New Year, New Search. And you said there were three you know, three trends, three things that people ought to pay attention to when we talk about yeah. new year, new search. Maybe mm -hmm. you can just hit, you know, what are those three things? And then we can drill down into them individually. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so first is the role of search. So, you know, what is the search engine doing for you? And I, and I think that the footprint, if you will, of its impact is expanding. Uh, two, or what are the, some of the outcomes that I think people are going to see more and more of uh, in search technology uh, during the coming year. And then finally, uh, the value of search, which I honestly think hasn't changed, but will be expanding. Because again, I think there's a footprint issue from a, from a role perspective that's going to change things. But, but you know, Tim, before we get into that, I want to come back to something we talked in our year-end review uh, podcast, yeah. which was our yeah, last one. Do. And, you know, one of the things I think it's also important to remember is, is that there's a really big context uh, for, for search right now. Uh, and, and honestly, a lot of technologies that we're using digital. And that is the death of cookies. And I said in our year-end review uh, that, you know, one of the things that kind of didn't come to pass last year was that, you know, third-party data still remains uh, a potential out there because of Google, right? They decided yeah, sure, sure. not to disable that in Chrome, but they promised to do it this year. Um, and so, so we'll see if that sticks. Cookies didn't die, but they're on life support. Definite life support. Yeah. yeah and yeah, so, yeah. so, I mean, it is, it is something that's going to be important this year as marketers think about how they work. And, you know, in the consumer space, uh, I think there, this is less, I think a less critical issue, especially if you have relationships with customers, because you're going to have authenticated experience. You have tons of first-party data. And so you're going to be able to, to kind of figure out who people are. And hopefully, honestly, people are coming back to your website fairly frequently. Sure. Um, it's certainly going to have a significant impact on the ad space. 
Um, but I do think the one place, you know, it, B2B is, is really exposed here, right? Long yeah, buying sure. cycles, cookies are going to expire. Nobody authenticates on a B2B website. Yeah. And so, you know, this is the real challenge. And so kind of the caution in everything we do as marketers right now is thinking forward about how do we deal with a situation where even more of the visitors, because again, in B2B these days, I bet a large portion of them are anonymous. You know, we certainly see that in the data of our customers, of but it's going to yeah. get, it's going to get worse, right? Yeah. And so yeah. technologies like ABM are not going to be as effective, et cetera. And so it well, really and, is. And, and things like, and things like uh, reverse IP lookups and the like. Oh, absolutely. You know, yes. All the folks working from home, as we've seen for the last year and a half to almost two years now. Right. You know, it's you don't necessarily know who these folks are from that prism. A lot of right. the tools that have existed up until very recently suddenly maybe not so good. Yeah, and, and again, I think everybody thought this was going to bounce back, and maybe we got a reprieve from Google. And so, you know, again, I think twenty twenty two is is the year where you know, as marketers, we have to get serious about existing in a world, operating a world, growing in a world where you know. It, there are a lot of anonymous people and how do we engage and progress those visits? So I think that's going to be a big theme this year. And again, we'll see whether Google pushes the goalpost out into 23 or, you know, who knows, but, uh, but definitely something that we bought some time. Let's make sure we make good use of it. Well, this seems like a good transition point because obviously when we're talking about how do we get, you know, our websites to be more effective when we know less about our customers and the like, and that really highlights the need for some new thinking about the role of search. So what should be some of the new thinking about the role of search? Yeah. So when we look at the data about what happens as people are searching and, and then we think about what is the value of that, and we'll talk about value in a little bit, but one of the ways to think about search is as a conversion rate optimizer right? You attracted yeah, sure. these folks to your website. Uh, they need to find the thing that's going to solve their pain. You have that thing. Otherwise, they wouldn't be here, or at least they yep. think you do. And so how do you engage and progress them on some journey? And so that's one of the ways as we think about search, you know, it is part of that, you know, optimization of I mean, I, you often hear me say yield, right? But how do you get more out of your marketing dollars? But it really is that notion of if we spend all this money in SEO and paid and every other way we attract uh, visitors to our website and get them interested in our offerings and the solutions that solve their problems, how do you make sure, how do you get more of that for every dollar? Yeah, of spend? course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that that's kind of the first way when I think about the role of search that we are starting to think about it very differently, and you know, I expect that our customers and, and the people we talk to uh, will. The other thing, um, as far as the role of search, is it's it's a rich source of data. Um, yesterday, uh, I was talking yep. to Mike, one of our co-founders, and they were talking to the SEO team uh, at one of our clients, and they were struggling to find kind of new sources of <laughs> keywords. Yeah. Right. You know, how can we stop with the knife fight around, you know, the three keywords that are really important in our industry? Yeah. Yep. And be kind of more intentional uh, about about, you know, finding keywords that might not cost a lot, might not be as competitive, 
Uh, so both from a paid and organic perspective, they can improve, you know, top of funnel. And one of the things that their agency did was came and looked at the keywords in site search. Right. Because their thinking was, and I think it's spot on, was, uh, and I think Mike probably contributed to this, uh, one of our <laughs> co-founders, but uh, was was that if people are already on your site describing their needs in very specific ways, those keywords, and you're not optimizing or 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 putting paid against those keywords, those same keywords, right, in Google. Yeah, that's right. Because right. they put it in your search engine, they probably put it in Google's as well. So is there a green field or at least a, a brown field uh, for you to go after uh, from an SEO perspective? So that's one piece of data. But even more so, and we'll talk about kind of this in the outcome as we talk about outcomes, but what what are searchers and what they do after they search, which is the most important thing about searchers, what is that telling you about the visitor journeys that are on your site? That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is something, you know, Mike has talked about for a long time. I know uh, we've talked about it for a long time of this idea of co-optimization, right? You've got this, uh, if you take a, you know, organic search, paid search, and site search, you can really get this one plus one plus one equals five benefit. So right. yeah, right. I think that's I think that's right. And it's something we probably well, I was gonna say we should be talking more about, but I guess that's what we're doing right here. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> but no, but and, and we'll yeah. But it and is we'll certainly creates so many opportunities for businesses to say, how do we use this in a way that's more effective? Yeah, All right, cool. So yeah. that's that's part of the new role of search. Is there anything else people should be thinking about? No, but, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, as we think about this new role, it's now as marketers or as IT people, depending upon what your role is in the organization, if you start thinking about it in this way, you're going to see, you know, opportunity in different conversations that you're in, right? And so when you, if you're a search manager in IT and you're talking to content owners about the CMS or something like that, right? Yeah. You're going to see them are interested in journeys and engagement and progression. And, you know, so it's no longer just, is my thing number one or number two, but you can talk about how you're helping to engage and progress those journeys because when somebody searches, they visit five pages and they visit five pages, you know, that sort of thing. So I think if this contextualizes the role of search in a more meaningful business way for IT people and certainly for marketing people as they think about, you know, optimizing their spend on top of funnel activities. Makes perfect sense. Okay, so if that's a new way of thinking about the role of search, what are some new ways of thinking about the outcomes from search? Yeah, and it really starts with thinking about the role of search in the overall customer experience. So, um, you know, as people are, uh, you know, I think first let's start with how I think traditionally folks think about it is like, you know, <laughs> is my search results page pretty? Do they, did the search results look good? Do people click on them? Like that was kind yeah. of the old view of the customer experience. Now yeah. I think yeah. there are fewer and fewer people who think about search in that way, although there's certainly still plenty, but I think that's a diminishing. I do think that folks are beginning to think about you know, from this role discussion, that it really is part of a broader customer experience. But when you think about like the, how marketers have pursued journeys for so long and trying to figure out the persona so they could figure out the intent so that they could figure out 
where do we want to guide this person to? Search has all of that, right? Search yep. gives you that complete picture. I mean, if you want to do a postmortem on a visitor journey, just look at all your visitor journeys who had search in it because there's no guessing the intent. That's there, right. right. They type something in and they said, this is where I want to go. And so having that kind of full view of the customer experience, the journey that they were on, and then what they achieved. Again, it's, it's you know, let's start thinking about search, not as about search results, but more about business results. And how do you drive people to the things that they're looking for so that you can expand and grow your business? You know, I've heard you say something about, you know, we're trying to think outside the box, outside right. the search box. So maybe you can there talk you about go. that just a little bit more there, right? Yeah. So, you know, very often, you know, we as search people get really wrapped up in features and functions within search, right? We get excited about, oh, we just added this new doodad or this new widget. Yeah. yeah. And we certainly, you know, if you look at, uh, compare 1996 Google uh, um, search results pages with 2021 Google search results, there's lots of features and functions in there uh, that are kind of cool and neat. And so we're always adding stuff as well, and all of our competitors are too. Um, but what's really meaningful is not how you impact the search experience, it's really how you impact that customer experience. And so when we think about you know, certainly, you know, thinking outside of the search box, it's like literally that, like get out of right. the search box, get out of the search results page and really engage in what is your contribution to the outcomes that your business wants. And those can be customer retention. It can be customer growth. It could be, it could be even for businesses uh, that are uh, sort of transactional in nature. I mean, it could literally be revenue, right? So are you tracking those right. heart drops? Of course. Yeah. And ringing the cash register. So that that is really, you know, as we think about new outcomes, it's very, think very broadly. And and again, I would I think for B two C folks or more transactional businesses, it's easier to think about it differently. But certainly for for if you're a B two B with a big brochure website, twenty thousand pages of product information, you still have those those visitors still have goals. They're still seeking to maybe become informed about your business, and so your your goal is to help them achieve those goals so you can achieve your outcomes. Makes perfect sense. Well, so now if we're talking about outcomes, obviously that leads to, yeah. logically one would think, what you this bet. means for the value of search. So, yeah. you know, we've talked about new ways of thinking about role. We've talked about new ways of thinking about outcomes. What are the new ways of thinking about value? Yeah, so the value of search. I think about value of search in three areas. Uh, the first is kind of in helping with top of funnel marketing activities. The yeah. second, of course, is in sales. And then the final area is in kind of post-sales and support, customer service, et cetera. Um, you know, we've seen again and again in the data at top of funnel that searchers are the highest intent visitors who come to our website. I think I probably yeah. say this every podcast, but uh, I'll keep saying it. <laughs> but we because cannot it's say it enough, Steve. We I, I don't think we can. Say it enough, right. Because there are some people who are still trapped in the search box, so we have yeah, to help exactly. set them free. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so they are 87% more likely to respond to marketing calls to action than non-searchers. So a high intent audience that knows you have a problem, a solution to their problem, and they're just trying to find it. So meet them halfway, engage them in that conversation so they can progress towards their journey. So, um, so again, if you're, if, 
I don't I don't think we've tracked this exact data point, but I'd love to take a look at people who hit actually it's probably impossible to track. People who hit a marketing or like responded to a marketing campaign, hit a landing page and then searched. Now the reality is a lot of landing pages don't have the wrapper around them, so they're probably not searching. But we do know that searchers generally uh, are uh, are more likely to kind of click on those calls to action. So yeah. very valuable from a marketing standpoint. Uh, the second way, of course, is in the sales process. Uh, and there are a lot of different data sources on this. And the impact on sales is largely dependent upon your business model, right? Do you have some transactional component in your website or do you not? Uh, your industry. Like, so there's lots of dimensions to this because there have been a number of studies. But Kind of the low estimate is that searchers are twice as likely to do business with you. And the high estimate is searchers are six times more likely to do business with you, right? Because again, it comes back to this notion of intent, right? They have pain, you have a solution, help them find it, the cash register rings. And that's whether they can do something on your website, uh, even if that's just a contact form, they're going to get put in touch with the sales reps and they're going to progress on their journey and they're going to do business with you. So from a sales perspective, a very valuable kind of audience here. One of the things that I think is really important there, Steve, and I mean, we've said this before, but I think it's always important to point out is when you talk about the fact that they are so much more likely to do business with you and because of intent, I I frame this a slightly different way. I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. Obviously, the data Mm -hmm. is what it is. I think of it as they are literally asking you for help, right? There's a reason why. There is a reason why they're conducting the search. It's because they know what they want. They know what they need. And they are literally asking you to help them. So it's not that they're searching. It's not that they're converting more because they search. It's that they're searching more because they want to convert. And so it's really that point of how do you help them? If, If people went to your sales people or they went to your customer service people and said, I have a problem. And your folks hung up the phone on them. Yes. Well, that would be bad. Bad. Yeah, it'll be a bad thing. Sure. <laughs> and yet that's what many website search engines are doing today. So how do you not absolutely. do that? So, and that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it is very much the, um, you know, there's lots of things, you know, I, I talk to lots of people about their search engines. I do lots of kind of reviews of search engines to help guide people to the right, an- you know, right answer. But at the end of the day, it's that thinking differently about it because it doesn't matter the design. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of things that are important, but don't really necessarily matter at the end of the day. At the yeah. end of the day, it's did you lead somebody to the cash register, whether that cash register is a contact form or a checkout, right? It almost doesn't matter. But get them there, especially if they say, hey, I want to go there. Um, one of the yeah. things we're working on is, uh, because it's interesting when we talk about search and and we kind of think about what people put in the search box as questions, even though they aren't often, right? I think people are getting better at stringing together phrases, but nobody says, you know, how do I solve my problem with X, right? They, nobody yep. types that in. Um, yeah. But I don't think that will be far in the future when people start to do that. I think this notion of conversational technologies that honestly are rooted in search because... Sure, sure. Chat, which is another one of these technologies, which I think is deep in the trough of disillusionment these days, um, you know, it's too bound by very small information domains, basically whatever the person who created the chatbot can kind of program into it. 
But if your information domain is essentially your whole website and somebody can ask a question of it and get an answer from all of the information you have, well, that's really awesome, awesome chat. And oh, by the way, that's a search engine. And so I think where we're going certainly, and I'm sure I've seen some steps with some of our competitors in this, is to create that place where people can actually be conversational with the technology. And I think that's going to play well not only for you know, uh, the website as a digital property, but as technologies like the you know, Alexas and Cetera of the world uh, get better at this, that you, know, you can actually have a conversation with a website and extract information from it. So I think well, it's going to be very, very interesting as to help people drive to the right outcomes and also to help marketers understand exactly what the questions are that are being asked. Because today it's kind of keyword phrases. Tomorrow, maybe it'll actually be questions. You raise an interesting point. I mean, we, you know, as we talk about co-optimization and the like, we have seen that behavior on mobile search with voice in organic and paid, as you well know. There's yeah. really no reason to think we're not going to see that behavior over time in, in uh, site search, you know. And exactly when that time comes, people <laughs> need to be ready. And, and Steve, I mean, yeah. there could be a good way for them to be ready for that. Could there not? There, there certainly could. But before we get there, let's uh, let's talk about support real quick. Oh um, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So the kind of third dimension of value is in support, and this is kind of the often overlooked opportunity. Uh, I certainly, when I first saw the data here, I was reminded about a job I had very early in my career, which was kind of managing support costs, and, and I was like, I can't believe I forgot this. So we were doing a case study with one of our clients uh, and, you know, we felt very good because we had done this revenue model with them uh, and said, oh, $9 million worth of value by improving their site search by about 40 or 50%. uh, We had, you know, dropped $9 million to the bottom line according to our case study. And of course, the support folks who were on the uh, team were like, yeah, let's go look at the support, you know, cost avoidance, call avoidance, all those that other data to see, you know, if there was value for us. I think the low estimate was 24 million. The high estimate was <laughs> 34 million. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, you know, I know anybody, any of our people here are listening today who are in support are like, of course, it's, you know, you dope. But I think a lot of us, especially search managers, you know, don't, you know, in the IT side, don't always think about that dimension of the value prop because, you know, especially if you're in a technology area uh, or manufacturing area where there's a lot of complexity where you need subject matter experts involved in support, that's tremendously expensive from a call perspective. And so driving people to self-service and having then the technology be self-learning on top of that uh, as people solve their problems there's a lot of value to unlock there. So it helps with marketing, it helps with sales, and it helps with support. Fantastic. Well, so just as a quick recap, if people are having new year, new search, what are the three things they ought to be thinking about? Yeah, so first and foremost is that role of search, right? How are you using it, you know, and how are you beginning to think about it as a contributor to your company's value? And and this notion of conversion rate optimizer is a great way to think about how it helps, especially marketers, gain leverage. Um, you know, more focus on the outcomes, and the outcomes are not again within the search box, right? The outcomes are the things that your visitors are trying to achieve, right? So, how do you help them get to their goals? And then finally, in calculating the value, that value is actually possible to calculate. Marketers could probably go look at their Google Analytics to understand how the conversion rates differ between searchers and non-searchers. 
you can certainly go to your sales teams or your sales ops folks and understand the, how it contributes to downstream journeys that interact with either sales assets or directly with salespeople. And then finally, of course, talking to support organizations, those folks get the value prop. They are struggling with it. And again, I have never heard a support person say, oh yeah, we have an optimal cost per whatever event, right? You know, they're always looking for more optimization, more reduction uh, in support costs. Fantastic. Sounds like a great place to wrap up. Steve, any last parting words of wisdom? No, I think, uh, you know, think about search differently. Uh, get out of the search box, uh, unlock the value that is kind of locked in your search box. Fantastic. And if, uh, for those of you who are listening to this and saying, well, great, that's all good, but you know, we could use some help in terms of how to think about this differently. Of course, we would encourage you to go to solosegment.com slash search box or just solosegment.com. Do a search. We'll help you find where you need to be. <laughs> With that, have a great rest of the day, Steve. Thank you so much as ever. Look forward to catching up with you soon. Great talking to you, Tim. Take care. Search Chat is brought to you by Solo Segment. Solo Segment focuses on site search analytics and AI-driven content discovery to improve search results, increase customer satisfaction, and unlock revenue for your company. Make your search better and learn more at solosegment.com. If you liked the show, please go ahead and subscribe to us. You can find our episodes at solosegment.com slash podcast or on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, or whatever your favorite podcatcher happens to be. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash solo segment on Twitter using the Twitter handle at solo segment, or you can drop us an email at info at solo segment.com. Again, that's info at solo segment.com. With that, my name is Tim Peter. I hope you have a great rest of the week and we'll look forward to talking with you next time on search chat. Take care, everybody. Thank you.